welcome to another episode of Dose and a Half Cinco's. This is episode number 20. Is uh, it? As al- yeah. As always, I am your host, David. Right, I'm Stuart. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm, I, was, I was too blown away by the episode number. <laughs> and uh, the other one is Ben. I said I'm Ben. Yeah, Ben's here, everyone. I'm Ben. It's me, the most important Cinco. So yeah, um, I think this is an incredible accomplishment. We have recorded five months worth of episodes, and we've only posted uh, Half three of them. of them. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, you guys will definitely be getting more of them pretty soon. Uh, but we hope you guys enjoyed our Christmas episode of the game uh, uh, Blockbuster. Let us know in the comments below if you guys are interested in seeing us do more movie games or just more games in general. But we're just going to do them anyways. But at least let them think that they have some input. I mean... You know, but, I really hated it when you guys were playing that game. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it anymore. Oh, more games, huh? All right, okay. So we're doing a. Let's let's do an entire series now. We're just only doing games. We're gonna do Pictionary. <laughs> and you're not even gonna be able to see what they drew. Actually, I think that'd be really incre- That'd be really funny to see it on YouTube. We're gonna do a, the, We're gonna do finish. charades, but only audio. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I had a great time recording the Christmas episode. Definitely shout out once again to everybody who was in attendance. Um, you know, I think that was a smashing success. We definitely have some people who are, you know, expressed interest in joining our podcast. So in a future podcast, you might be hearing, uh, from some of your other favorites. Um, but yeah, before we get going, I wanted to wish both of you a happy new year. Uh, yeah, uh, it is 2020 and this is our 20th episode. Oh, wow. look at that. Ooh. 2020, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think we'll just have to, uh, probably name that this, uh, that's probably going to be the episode. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like 2020, 2020, 2020, and see how many numbers will let us, uh, go yeah. and be like, I think there was an error that happened, but um other than that uh you know guys i think it's going to be a really good year for the uh the dose and a half sankos podcast i definitely have a good feeling we're gonna get sponsored this year and uh it'll be our opportunity this is our year to sell out i feel it we were trying to sell out in 2019 but now for for real we're trying to sell out well yeah the 2019 was that Hey, yeah, we're we're open to uh, open to sponsorships and selling out and selling our brand. And if we were ever got approached, we'd be like, "No, we're actually about the people." Yeah, this no. year, if we get approached, we're definitely it's gonna all do money. It. I don't care who it is. All about the money. That's right. All about the swag. If someone gives swag. us money, I don't care. I don't care who it is. It could be, can the my pillow guy or <laughs> or can. <laughs> I don't care. It could be anyone. I don't I, care. It could be the my pillow guy. Whoa, Stu, what is up with you? Uh, what's this animosity towards the my pillow? Yeah, what's wrong with my pillow? Nothing's wrong with my pillow. Yeah, well, I was not just, such a... Is there something wrong with your pillow? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's not go too far off the rails here. All right. Um. So besides the big movie of uh, the week or of last year. Um, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Um, did you guys see anything else? A- any interesting Netflix movies or shows you guys have seen? 
specifically Netflix? No, not necessarily. Oh. Anything besides our movie of the week this week, which is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, uh, or our movie of the week next week, which is uh, 1917. I, well, I think, I don't know, did we all finish Mandalorian? I did. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Mandalorian. I watched finished Mandalorian. I think that's one of those that this is one of those series that I don't think we really need to dive in too deep. I feel like everybody's already been everybody's caught up on this one. I I'm hoping before they want to go see the new Star Wars Rise well, of Skywalker. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time saying the name over and over again. Because the it's the uh, the language barrier. <laughs> the- <laughs> It's the really ES, coming true. It's coming ESL. through now, now in 2020. <laughs> okay. Well, um, but I have been watching uh, You on Netflix. Huh? Did you guys ever catch any? Detective what? You? Wow. <laughs> no, not Detective You. This was really confusing trying to explain to people. <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> you. Like, hey, what else are you watching? I'm like, hey, You. I'm, and he goes, you're watching me? Hey, I'm like, watching no. you. Yeah. Hey, just no, it's a uh, TV show about a obsessive... Um, guy turns kind of like into a a stalker or whatever and then um what ends up the reason why i ended up watching most of it is because after watching uh i can't remember which movie it was on netflix they had a preview or they had a uh one of those trailers for season two you is out and blah blah blah. i was like oh it seems kind of interesting and i come home and evan and stephanie are watching I think they're on episode four, and I'm just like, what happened? And some stuff happened in it. Um, you know, mystery and deception. Yeah, it was pretty actually pretty interesting. So I definitely will you guys, um, I would recommend watching at least a couple episodes. I think it's pretty interesting. Nice. You, Netflix. Well, I've been watching The Witcher. That just came out recently. Ooh, how is, uh, how is uh, Henry... How do you say his last name? Cavill. The guy who played Superman in Smallville. Cavill, Cavill, whatever. Cavill? Cavill. Cavill? Cavill. Yeah, how is he in Cavill. Cavill? Wait, did you say he Cavill? was in Smallville? Was he? No, he was in Man of Steel. He was just regular oh. Superman. Yeah. Oh, he was the better Superman. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, well, I, I really, really like it. I mean, I think it's not the most perfect show, but damn, like, he, Henry, he really, uh, he really brings out the swagger of Geralt, or the main character. You know, he definitely has the attitude for it. He, uh, my, my question is: Do you have to have played the games to be able to appreciate this? Uh, I wouldn't say so because I have never played the games. You know, so uh, I, I just know of them. Not only that, but uh, the games were based off of a book, so this is actually more based on the book than the the games, I believe. Yeah, Ben would just play the card game yeah. that was that was in the game. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I bought it, and then as soon as I started, it was like, oh, hey, this is card game that you can play on the side. Yeah. And that's... Ben just, just spent all his time in the brothels and playing card games. Yeah, there was always the option for sex or play the card game. <laughs> and it was always either one. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely recommend The Witcher. It's at least worth a, you know, just a check. The first season's out. Really good fight scenes. Really great humor. And yeah, I mean, Henry Cavill, holy shit. He really sells the part. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. 
Um, cause I hear there's a lot of parallel. Well, I hear a lot of people saying like the Witcher was what, uh, the Mandalorian is to Disney plus in terms of like this adventure story and it's supposed to uh, be able to kind of like springboard another set of series and stuff like that. So, um, I definitely think it definitely is warranted of a, a watch based on, you know, just a couple of things I've heard from you and, and, you know, other people who have also mentioned that, that, uh, that show in, in general. So, all right, well, let's uh, jump straight into it. Um, I think there's some interesting stuff that happened over the weekend. Uh, we're What we're talking about is our box office rundown. Uh, in the number one spot, to nobody's surprise, is Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, coming in with $72 million. Um, that holds on to the top spot for a second week in a row. Uh, the number one, two, and three movies actually in the box office rundown actually have not changed. So number two is still Jumanji The Next Level. Frozen 2 is still number three. So in the top five, we have two newcomers. Number four is Little Women. Number five is the is Spies in Disguise with $13.3 million. That is the Will Smith and... Um, Tom Holland. Uh, what is his name? Tom, what? Tom, uh, Tom, Holland, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Uh, cartoon or animated film about a spy who turns into a pigeon. Yeah. Hey, real quick, real quick. Did anyone know that movie was coming out before it was released? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, it was just me then. Well, I, I know David oh, really wants to see Did you not see it. the posters and the and the uh, movie previews? No, I I, have, I did not see a single preview for this movie until it was already out. Really? Or like a, an ad for it, yeah. Wow. Uh, so you got surprised the same way that you got surprised that Snow Dogs came out. Arctic Dogs. Well, I was, I've, been, I've been anticipating Snow Dogs and Arctic Dogs since like... I was, I've been following that uh, sorry, one very Arctic closely. Sorry, Arctic Dogs, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was following that one very closely uh, since, early, since pre-production. Since, the, since they were writing the script for it, really. Were you the one who who wrote the script? I mean, we don't have to get into who wrote scripts and who didn't write scripts, but for Arctic Dogs. But let's just say, uh, Art- I have a close eye on it. Arctic Dogs, a Stuart Yang film. <laughs> hey, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I mean, if you're gonna, let me see, real quick. Sorry for the quick digression here, but. Uh, Sorry, a Stuart Yang. If I'm going to make, if you want to give me a uh, fifty million of the fifth, or you know, a couple million of the fifty million budget, uh, to just to write the script for Arctic Dogs, uh, I'm down. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> Production notes: Arctic Dogs two, written by Stuart Yang. Yeah. Give me not even a million. Give me like hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Whoa, hey, Stu, don't sell what? yourself short. Okay. It is 000. at least bare minimum ten million dollars. Okay. So one fifth of the budget. That's right. One fifth of the budget. And that would have placed it in the top five, for sure. Um so yeah, if uh we take a look at the rest of the top ten, we have uh, not so many surprises. Uh number six is Knives Out. That was our movie of the week two weeks ago, uh before our Christmas episode. Uh, number seven is Uncut Gems, up from number 15. Cats is net number eight, Ooh. down from number four. 
Um, I believe this is a re-release. I mean, I think that there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about that, but let's go ahead and finish up the wrap-up. Number 9 is Bombshell. Number 10, Richard Jewell. Um, We had a couple that used to be in the top 10 that fell out of it. Number 11, Ford v. Ferrari, and Queen and Slim drops from number 8 to all the way down to number 12. Um, I heard Ben uh, make a noise when I mentioned Cats as number 8. Ben, I'll let you... Ben, I'll let you talk about cats, and then I'll see if you wanted to make the same point that I did, and then I'll let you kind of run with uh, it. So why did you make that noise when I said cats at number eight? Well, because, come on, it's going to be the movie of the year. Not <laughs> only that, but I mean, it, I, I don't want to say too much about it since it's going to be our movie of the week next wow. week. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it for next week's review. Okay. I thought 1917 was going to be our movie Okay, of the that's week a good week. one, Dave. That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> come on. Come on. We're watching Wait, Cats. wait, Okay, then my question is if we're watching if Cats is our movie of the week next week, does that mean that we're going to be doing the uh first initial first cut release? Oh. Viewing of Cats? I don't even know if the the new cut is out yet. I know that they're submitting it. I don't know when it's actually coming out, but I'll let you know. Oh, this isn't the new cut? This is the old I'm one? I'm not sure, honestly. I know that they... I think they pulled it. Oh, they did. They already did pull it, and they already submitted the new one? Well, then. I think Hang on. so. I hey, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna speak on behalf of the audience here yeah. and ask, what the fuck are you talking about new cut? So, cut? <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on. Okay, so Cats was a... I'm sure you probably know about this part. Cats was a Broadway musical, and it was yeah. released into the, and then they did decided to do an adaptation of. Okay, we don't have to go that far back. Award, the Tony Award winning uh, Broadway musical by. Cassie so in 1984, with, <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. With super like with a huge expensive cast. Jason Derulo is in this one. Taylor Swift is in this one. Um, James Corden is in here. Um, I mean, and then so I guess they had maybe possibly like rushed it or something like that, but the reviews for it are not very friendly. Um, and that's one. And then the second one is when they first released it, um, the first cut actually had um, some issues with the CGI wasn't completely done correctly or something like that. And some of the scenes have the 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 actors actually instead of having CGI paws, mm-hmm. they still have human hands. Wow. <laughs> oh man. So there was all types of like disaster that happened with this one. Um, it's been kind of a you know people have been talking about it recently, um, and then somebody at work yesterday read a review and it was filled with cat puns. It's like oh cats you know the Andrew Lloyd Webber adaptation. You know, directed by this is directed by the same guy who directed, um, oh boy, King Speech. I don't know how you have such a great film that wins Best Picture and then you direct this. So, uh, apparently, Taylor Swift is the star of the show, actually, does a really good job. Um, I think Jennifer Hudson's also in this film. This is an expensive film. It cost $95 million, and they've only recouped $4.8 million last week. Total is seventeen point eight. They are in a... Who's the studio? Uh, Universal. Maybe tax, tax write-off. <laughs> this is their charitable donation for 2019. Yeah. Oh, man. We thought we'd make so much money. Oh, I guess we'll have to write it off as a loss. Yeah, so... 
uh, that was <laughs> that's that. I mean, if you guys want, I'm definitely planning on probably seeing it. I just want to see how bad it possibly could be because um, it seems like it is critically not good. Well, I'm seeing it tomorrow. So. Really? Yeah, I, I really am. I really. Wow. That's uh, actually un- unfortunate. Let's throw it. Let's throw it live to Ben in yeah. the studio watching cats. <laughs> yeah. Ben, just Skype us from the movie theater. I'm sure no one will care. Okay, guys. All the guys in fursuits are giving me a stink eye. I think they're just staring at me. <laughs> I'm putting my helmet back on. <laughs> guys, I'm getting beaten up by furries now. <laughs> All right. So, um, besides that, uh, any other things of note in the top ten that you guys meant that you guys thought was noteworthy? Oh shit! I just closed the thing. Uh, do you guys know anything about uncut, uncut gems? Uh, I'm watching that no. today. Uh, I mean, oh. it's from the Sadfi Brothers. Uh, supposed to be a really uh, a very stressful movie <laughs> with uh, Adam Sandler okay. supposedly giving a very very good performance. Other than that, I don't know. Oh, and Kevin Garnett's in it. Is this one that's going to be released yeah. to Netflix also? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Is this the one where he plays a pimp, or he like something like that? Like he runs. I'm not sure what he is, but he's like something to do with like hustling and gambling or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. I think I saw. I saw probably two previews of this, and it looked interesting. I just never really thought of Adam Sandler in that role. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, he's done some dramatic roles. You know, he does it once every, like, what, five years or something. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, in, yeah. every time he has done, like, a dramatic role, it has been pretty good, so. Okay. We'll, we'll see. All right, well, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it'll probably get released into even more theaters right now. I think, uh, Ben, I'll, I'll wait for your uh, feedback on that one because it does definitely look interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. So, all right, well, that does it for our box office rundown. Uh, we're going to jump straight into our movie of the week because I know everybody has been, been talking about it and been waiting and trying to find out what we what, what our thoughts are on Star Wars Episode Nine. So uh, I'll let uh, Ben take it away. This is the ninth episode of the Star Wars movie franchise. Don't sound so excited. Yeah. All right, so Stu. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> Stu, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> I liked it. Okay, rating. Sorry, I was just pulling. I was trying to be Ben. Yeah. If Ben can get away with, with four words, four word answers. Uh, but he's not wrong. Well, that wasn't, yeah. It's true. He's not wrong. I can't argue. Hey, Ben, take it away. This is the ninth episode. I mean, if technically, if you don't know what's going on by the ninth one, ben, I don't think we're going to be shocking anybody, with, like shaking any worlds by giving a new synopsis. Yeah. Ben's just using the blockbuster quote it rules right now for uh, trying the synopsis. Well, actually, I couldn't because no, uh, his, Star Wars. No, his, his movie, if, it, if this was blockbuster and he said quote it Star, and then on the card said Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, he would have probably said something along the lines of, oh, we're it's a group of guys who are fighting in, in no, space. I don't even think they would. And there's a rising of a Skywalker. <laughs> they would just say... They would just say, uh, a movie with light swords and uh, ma- uh, magic powers and force powers. That's all they would say. Yeah. Like Harry Potter. 
Yeah, yeah. Not wrong. No, they don't. They don't have light swords. Uh, well, isn't the sword of Gryffindor a light light sword? Wow. wow. Like a like a lightweight sword. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Light sword. Wow. Okay. But anyways, back to back to what I thought about episode nine. Uh, I did. I did like it. Uh, I wasn't fibbing. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't joshing or anything. Uh, I, I did really like it, which was very refreshing for me because uh, before it came out, I went back and basically rewatched all the episodes, um, in the, basically in the order that they were released. So four through six, one through three, and then seven, uh, seven and eight. Um, and so I was very um, nervous because I've, I've heard things people were talking. Like, oh. I even someone said told me that uh, there was an article that said episode nine worst Star Wars yet, um, so that got me a little worried. But then I saw it, I was pleasantly surprised, um, especially because I had just watched ep- finished episode eight the night before. So I'll give it uh, I'll give it a um, uh, 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 eight out of ten. I like how we let Stu go. I I make Stu go first. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> see where like the bar is being set oh yeah wow. so you yeah so I'm, I'm the one risking everything wow. here that's a pretty yeah. high bar um and ben how about for you well can Loved i uh, can it. i take a like a detour here really quick could i uh you know we, we've all seen every star wars film at this point right yes okay well what is your guys's list i guess what what's the best star wars movie what's the worst how do you how do you rank each star wars film for me i think it changes all the time based on whatever film i've watched mm-hmm. i mean usually except except for if i watch one i'm not like yes one's the best one mm-hmm. um i think for me in terms of everything four is the best one because mm-hmm. uh, it sets up so many plot lines and it leaves so many it's kind of like the it leaves so many like question blanks that you want to get filled and it causes you to have to watch more of them um in terms of i think if i was to look at uh, what renewed my feelings for it i think the force awakens probably would be one of the better ones as well um so it'd probably be for me it was four seven and then the the rest of them kind of are all like, jumbled the, in a here come the angry order. letters. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know if I have an order for it, but I know for me like five would be at the top. Yeah. Um, five like and then the original trilogy would be mixed in there with um, like probably episode seven and nine, and then um, and then in reverse order the pre the episode one through three. Mm-hmm. So it'd be three would have been the better of the. Of the original three, even though it doesn't have any pod racing, I know Ben. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Wait, you're saying the pod racing ones at the very bottom for you, Stu? Uh, yeah, actually, wow. actually, hang on. I might have to after rewatching episode eight, having to rewatch uh, episode eight again. Uh, it's making a it's making a a strong argument for taking the lat the final spot over episode one. Wow. Yeah, I heard that one probably fell flat. It definitely did not live up to the hype that it was. But when it comes to those, like, 
those episodes that bridge other movies, I think that sometimes you you there might be a dud in there just because they have to get to a certain plot point. Um, they have to reach certain bridges and stuff like that. So I could see why that that would definitely place it towards the bottom. Because I, I saw because I saw episode eight in theaters I think twice, and then I watched it again the night before seeing episode nine, and I gotta say there were there were more parts in that movie where I was annoyed than I was like uh, that than I was enjoying it like the scenes were like like all the cool scenes from episode eight that we all you all know like the 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 lightsaber fight in the with against in the Snoke room wherever whatever that room was all that stuff so um yeah so that's why it's kind of it's kind of a tie right now for the last place wow here comes more angry letters <laughs> uh yeah to ben for what you're about to say yeah this is gonna be a super hot take super hot <laughs> take so <clears throat> i have made my list of Star Wars films rankings, and number one is episode one because of the pod racing. Obviously, pod yes. racing. And then number two Clearly. is Star Wars N sixty four racer. The number three. Okay, we're gonna do all Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything with racing in it is in the top. Rogue five. Squadron <laughs> was number three. Rogue Squadron on N sixty four. No, it was the the other pod racing game for the PS two. <laughs> And then number four is K pods. K pods, yeah. What? Yeah, K pods. And then number six, or number number six is the new cocktail K pods. And number seven is holy shit! Time out. They have cocktail K pods. Yeah. yeah, they do. I think they're called K cups. Actually, I don't know. Every time I listen to K Rock, like that, they always advertise it. It's like, oh look, it's like a Keurig for for cocktails. Holy shit. How do you even make powdered alcohol, though? I don't know. This episode is sponsored by alcohol. By Keurig. By Keurig. Get get into the drink, coffee, get, drink. Getting drunk at work has never been easier. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stop by the Keurig and get some <laughs> coffee. Does anyone want an extra shot of um, espresso? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> So now that um, so now that this pretty much has been wrapped up, uh, how would you guys like to see this taken? Since there's been rumblings that there may be a uh, a third trilogy based on the fact that now Ray represents the new Skywalker line. Oh, um, well, actually, I don't think it's gonna happen at this point. Yeah. So my actual list for this is. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is number one. New Hope is number two. Return of the Jedi is three. Last Jedi takes number four for me. I really liked it. Fuck you, Jesus too. fucking Christ. Force Awakens is number five. <sighs> Revenge of the Sith is Fuck. number six. Phantom Menace is number seven because of the pod racing. Cl- Attack of the Clones is number eight. Number nine is Solo. Number ten is Rogue One. Oh, Number 11 oh, is the we Robot Chicken Star Wars in. specials. Number oh 12 is the Clone Wars animated movie. Number right, 13 is Star Wars Christmas special. And number 14 is Rise of Skywalker. Holy fuck. I think I'm going to give it a 1 or a 2 out of 10. Jesus Christ. Holy fucking Jesus. <laughs> you gave it the worst? 
Yep. How wow. the okay. fuck? All right. Take. All right. so, oh so my go. god, Here Ben! I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna I'm suplex you the next time I see you, Ben. Holy shit! Oh my god! So before we get off the rails here. To be clear, oh my Stu gave God. it an 8 out of 10. Ben, you are giving it a... 1 or 2. Holy fuck. Pick one. <laughs> 1 or 2. Woo. 2. Fine, 2. Ben's just doing this... 2 to, out of 10. Woo. He's That's just generous, doing this for the, for the, uh, Let's fucking for the go. conflict to get Wait, the viewers. I, we'll get into this in the spoiler zone, uh, <sighs> but we want to hold this. All right. Uh, for me, I enjoyed the film. I would give it an 8. Yeah, get fucked, Ben. Yeah, get fucked, David. Fuck you, um, David. <laughs> but it is a conflicted eight. I mean, it, eight is based on the fact that I thought there was a lot of entertainment value, but not a, because of the confusion. If it's based on two? fandom, like how I feel as a fan, I would You're have probably knocked it another two points. Hang on. He's saying this movie is worse than Dora, the Explorer. Yes. But that's every... Wait, hold on, Stu. You have to understand everything is worse than Dora, the Explorer. No, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not my Batman cup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, just to be clear, uh, Stu said eight out of ten. I also said eight out of ten. And Ben said two out of ten. Uh, we'll be jumping fuck. straight into the spoiler zone. Find out after this why he said two out of ten. It's because the other two were wrong. Oh, my in God. two seconds. All right. We're in the spoiler zone. Ben, why? Two out of ten. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Well, uh, the story didn't really stick for me. It kind of stuck out from the other stories and of the nine, you know, the nine main movies. It, it it didn't really make any fucking sense. I mean, like episode seven set up where it was supposed to take what was supposed to happen in this overarching story, right? You know, there's there's a new threat out there. There's some mysterious leader Snoke out there that you know seduces the son of uh, Pon Solo and Leia. And turn to the dark side. I mean, well, what's this dude's identity? You know, what's his objective? Who is Ray? What will become a Ben Solo? Can he be saved? You know, turn over to the light side. You know, it it was a movie that really set up a lot of questions and a lot of hope for this new trilogy, right? And it was it was really nostalgic. And you know? I was like, even though it was a rehash of four, it was something new and refreshing, right? It was something we haven't seen in a really long time, and I really like that. You know, it was a breath of fresh air. And then Episode Eight came along, and a lot of people did have problems with it, but I really liked it, you know, barring the whole fucking Casino Planet storyline bullshit. You know, <laughs> like everything else in the movie I really liked, except, oh, we're going to go to the Casino Planet, and oh, do you hear that noise? It sounds like someone's racing. Nope, it's not pod racing. It's just a whole bunch of fucking horses. <laughs> what the fuck? They could have brought back pod racing. Jesus Christ. Anyways, it unfortunately didn't have that... Um, I guess in every other Star Wars film, there's some sort of grand sense of adventure, right? You know, uh, you're, you're taken to all these different exotic locales. It's really exciting and all that. Episode 8 is about them on a fucking ship running away from being destroyed and killed. You know, it's really, uh, it's not very hopeful, the whole film. It's very stressful. It's, um, it's claustrophobic. It uh, it also chose to tackle the questions I was laid out by episode seven, right? It, but it didn't give the answer that everyone wanted. It wanted to go a more difficult route. It it didn't want to give Ray a predetermined path by saying, "Hey, you're related to this powerful, force-sensitive family, like the fucking Palpatines or something." No, no, no. Like it was uh, 
she has nobody she was nobody you know you have no legacy to live up to no expectations so it wasn't like oh you're gonna be good you're gonna be evil it was more like you're nothing you don't have any expectations really like um you you don't have to be good or evil you don't have to be anything so it was like it was something that was very difficult for a lot of fans to swallow because it was just like oh then what the fuck does she do at this point and i thought it was kind of interesting because it kind of set up this whole thing where you don't have to be anyone in this new star wars future you know anyone can rise up and take up the challenge right it's whoever just gets you know lucky and gifted right and well the resolution of the film kind of shows that kylo is going to be the big bad guy of the whole franchise because you know he had this choice to either become you know turned over to the light side or fall back into the dark side and it it seemed kind of hopeful that he killed snoke and he's like hey you know there's no more evil what do we where do we go from here and he decides yeah you know fuck it i'm gonna be evil and that was pretty powerful, you know. He he um he tries to get Ray to join him, and he still goes over to the dark side, which was kind of cool. And then <clears throat> episode nine comes along and says "fuck you" to episode seven and eight by introducing fucking Palpatine in the fucking text scroll of the movie. Like he wasn't even hinted at for the other two movies, but it's like, oh yeah, by the way, he's back, and he has zombie ships or some bullshit like that. And then what? That was. Basically, it was like, oh, the other two movies, everything they set up for it, you know, every every little plot line that they set up is completely fucking destroyed almost at this point. And it just seemed like it was pandering to fans, even though it ignored everything else that the other film set up. <clears throat> and that's just it in a general sense. I mean, I got a whole bunch of things for like specifics, but Jesus, man. Oh, man. So that means that probably during the film. Wait, uh, Stu, did you see it with Ben? No, uh, did I? No. No, okay. Because I know there was a plan for that. Uh, that probably means that during the film, all you could hear was Ben just scribbling in his scribbling notebook. Scribbling like a madman. Yeah, man. just, just uh, pictures of Kylo Ren and just X's over his eyes. And then <laughs> and then he just kept writing stupid emperor. Kept yeah, pretty much. writing that over and over again. I, I mean, like, they're, they're... honestly speaking, yeah. one of the things that I struggled the most with, the reason why I ended up giving it an 8, um, is I go back and forth between uh, six, seven. I, I always go back and forth with my rating, um, going six or seven, depending on who I'm talking to at the moment, just kind of like getting their impression and stuff like that. Um, you know, I could go as low as six. I, I went as high as eight. Um, but if I looked at it just from a pure standpoint of how much did I enjoy the movie, I enjoyed it because I felt like a lot of the things that I wanted out of it in terms of, battle scenes in terms of pacing this is what i wanted but in terms of story arc i be, i you know ben i do agree with you a lot of it seemed rushed it definitely uh it definitely kind of like put away with all the other two films but i feel like having to wrap this up in a nice tight little bow was not going to happen in a third movie it probably would have required at least one or two more movies at least one more movie to be able to at least split it into part one and part two. But I feel like because they told J.J. Abrams, they're like, hey, look, you need to wrap this up now. Um, and they never had this line before, but I feel like they had to get to a point. Kind of like the same way episode three was, right? They needed to get to the point where Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. And there was that switch that happened at the very, very end, like literally 20 minutes before the film's about to end. And Obi-Wan is cut off like three quarters of his limbs. 
and he is burning. And they're like, and, but you know, but right before that, literally 10 minutes before that, the switch happens, right? They're trying to bridge the gap between episode two and episode three without having you forced to buy, to watch all of the Clone Wars animated series. Um, I feel like that was an almost impossible task. And so for the fact that, based on the fact that I gave that movie a pass, I had to give this one a pass also. Because they had to get to the point where where Rey is now the new lineage. She is now a Skywalker because she didn't. She knew that she was a Palpatine. So for that, I gave I bumped it up from a six to now a seven. Um, in terms of just battles in general, and I felt like the suspense level, and I kind of understand what you're talking about, like this roguish nature that like Rey is constantly battling between back and forth. I think it's because there's a tie. There's that strong force tie between. Uh, uh, ben Solo and and Ray Palpatine at this point, right? Trying to get these, they're trying to. I feel like they're kind of like forcing, like trying to shoehorn this idea that they're linked in a way, right? They're like from like these two powerful families, right? Palpatine line, and then there's the Solo, Leia, Skywalker, Anakin line, um, and so for that reason, I was like, uh, okay, I'll hold it at a seven. But then there was the, I guess it's just the grand scale of everything. That's the reason why I gave it one, I bumped it one more time. Uh, I thought um, there were some missed opportunities like the uh, guards of uh, Ren, they missed out on. I think that they could have really used them a lot more. Uh, some of the other plot lines I felt like were kind of like shoot, like kind of just, just jammed into a shoebox trying to say, okay, all right, we here are all these ideas that we had and see what sticks, right? I think that there are some um, unfortunate uh, circumstances that happened. I think this movie probably would have done way better if unfortunate, if Carrie Fisher hadn't passed away. Um, you know, they had to make do with what they had. So I think Ben, I think that like a lot of your gripes are, are right. The movie did probably seem it, the movie was rushed and a lot of the plot lines had to be tied up. And there's this weird, like it, this weird eeriness over Ray's character the entire time because you never know if she's gonna go back and forth, and then that moment after uh, I don't like I wasn't a huge fan of the way they wrote off Leia um, that Leia just gave, gives away her force just to be able to distract um, Ben or Kylo for one second and then Ray stabs him and then yeah. he I'm, sees a vision of his dad. And I'm sure they were. A, they were working with what they had, like exactly. So, so that's why I don't, I think, said you, that, I don't like, think you can use that as a fault to this. No, movie. no, no. What I'm saying that's is that's not like, fair. No, what I'm saying is, if you look at the movie in and of itself, and you don't include all the other stuff that you can knock points for, but because of the situation that they had and the way they had to film, the you know set the film and stuff like that, and they only had very very limited film, uh, very limited footage of you know Ray and uh, of. Um, uh, Daisy and and Carrie together, it's difficult to be able to knock the film to say, oh, you should have told you. They had to go with what they worked with. So that's the reason why, if based on what I have and the information that we have about the surrounding circumstances of the film, that's why I gave it an 8. But if it was just on the film itself, not knowing that Carrie Fisher was not available for all of it, um, and then, you know, some of the other circumstances, you know, I feel like the internet wants to gripe about what they want to gripe about, um, but I could see a little bit of why Ben gave it a lower score. I didn't. I don't know about two. I don't. I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> right. Um, 
But I would have probably put it middle of the road. I probably would have put five or six um, if it was just on the film by itself. But having all the circumstances of having to tie in, um, having to tie in all of all the entire trilogy, right? It's kind of like Endgame. But they didn't have four hours to film to be able to put together a movie. I'm sure we probably could have gotten a four-hour film. I probably would have wanted to not sit through a four-hour film. They probably had enough ideas for a four-hour film. But based on what it is, I'm giving it an eight. Based on the external circumstances and all that stuff, um, Ben, your gripes with the movie are completely valid. I definitely I'm counting some of that stuff for sure. Um, but I don't know if it. it if, if it warrants the same rating that I'm sure Cats will probably get. I have a feel. You know what the sad part is? I have a feeling he's going to give he's Cats gonna rate a four. It, he's going to write it higher than Cats? It's correct. Cats will be higher. You're not wrong. But at that point... <laughs> I was, after Cats, um, you know, rating, I will ask you again how you feel about Rise of Skywalker. He'll give but, Cats like a nine and his rating system will just be completely, un, you know discredited you can't that's fine you can't listen to whatever anything he says (laughs) but here's the thing is i feel like i feel like this movie accomplished what it wanted to accomplish it's number one it it got people talking about star wars again again um it definitely was compared i feel like here's the thing is i'm it's really tough for me at this point not to compare the mandalorian with this movie I know that they're in completely different timelines. I understand they're completely different directors and different source material. Um, but I feel like Mandalorian's pacing, because it is a miniseries, um, you know, you can get away with doing a lot more stuff and explaining a lot more things and leaving more more plot holes and gaps and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, a two-and-a-half-hour movie just can't accomplish as much. So um, some things are forgivable, like, for example, not having enough footage of Leia in this movie. Obviously, there's reasons for that. Um, you know, it's nice to have that nostalgia factor that that got a bump. You know, seeing Lando Calrissian, wow, okay, and uh, Han Solo is in this one. Leia's in this one. Luke's in this one. Um, uh, I I think there was some missed opportunity to be able to have Anakin Skywalker come back in. Or I mean, he was kind of. Yeah. Okay. Some, I'll in give a way. In a way, his spirit. Um, and then you, know, you have Emperor Pal- <laughs> I actually, I was the complete opposite of the way Ben felt about it. I actually liked the fact that Emperor Palpatine was in it. Cause I thought that was like yeah. this wrinkle, yeah, um, yeah. that you never really expected. I was always waiting for like, you know, kind of like after you watch the, you know, episodes four five and six, you kind of have an idea of like the way the story's structured and you kind of have this idea of what's going to happen. I had no idea that Palpatine was really, that, that Ray was a Palpatine that was extremely shocking to me and was very interesting to me. I wasn't a huge fan of the way it fleshed out, but I did enjoy the fact that there was something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. So a lot of the reasons the, that Ben was uh, uh, criticizing or uh, docking points for this movie, uh, I completely do not agree with. I had no problem with zombie Palpatine. Uh, <laughs> I have no problem with... Um, Pretty much anything that he said. Um, in fact, Zombatine. I would say that... Can we call that him Zombatine? Yeah, okay, Zombatine. Um, I think, <laughs> and, you know, Ben will probably have like a, a, a bullet point list of uh, things to refute me on, but I don't have that in front of me, so 
But I will just say, based on feeling and what I watched um, in the weeks leading up to episode nine, that, uh, like, if anything, I feel like episode nine was a kind of like if you, if you, I, I liken it to how the Lakers bounce back from Kawhi um, uh, basically fucking him over in free agency, making him wait till the last minute before he, you know, he spurned them and went to the, um, to the Clippers is like, they, they did a really good bounce back after episode eight from now. I'm not saying episode nine was the best one, but I definitely do think it was better than eight and definitely not a two. Um, so yeah, um, cause there I, were, there I were see, scenes I can see I, you where you're coming from. For yeah. That. that definitely is a, a good point. Cause there were parts, like I said, there were parts in episode eight. I really liked, um, like the whole the conflict between Kylo and, and Ray and all that stuff and 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 even within Kylo himself but all of that all of those points were got got like heavily outweighed by everything else I didn't like about just like what was else was going on in the movie so um but whereas episode 9 I feel like there were there there were moments I didn't really like for example uh I didn't really like the whole uh what was it Space Coachella or whatever. Space Coachella. I wasn't... <laughs> <What> the... Yeah. <laughs> you mean that like that desert area they went to? Yeah. <laughs> Space Coachella. Yeah. Oh, the salt, the salt yeah. plains. Yeah, Space Coachella. No, not That's that one. Space Coachella. Nine, the... what, what was it? The one with uh, Travis Scott and uh, Rage Against the Machine. Space Rage. Against <laughs> the Machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, where was the all the uh, the pop up tent graveyards? Wait, what? Oh, that was the thing. When we went to Coachella, like the night before, they were they told everybody to drop their pop up tents because it gets really windy out in Coachella oh, Valley. Okay. And the next morning, literally everybody's drag like half of the camp is dragging their pop up tent because it got ruined during the ruined wow. uh, during the 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 night when during the first night. Wow. So it gets so windy that it pulls tents out of like the stakes out of like the out of the ground. And there's like this graveyard in front of every single row of cars. There's like a graveyard of just broken, mangled metal that yeah. used to be a pop-up tent. Sick. Should have just listened to the guy. Telling yeah, they said take, take off out. the yeah. Here's Fuck a PSA. You, man. Um, We're not gonna if, do what you tell us. <laughs> yeah, if you're, and then I want to be able oops. to to cover my head or whatever during if it rains. It's not gonna rain in 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 May or April or in the uh, or in the middle of the desert. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, so like PSA, if you're gonna be in Coachella and the night before, Fucking take you know, your tent when you down. go to bed, <laughs> take down your pop-up tent. You can leave the frame up, no problem, because that has you know it's open. But take the actual top off and fold <laughs> it and put it away, so that way Dave, you don't have a parachute that you know that thing that launches and might kill somebody and pale somebody. Luckily, nobody died. David, were you one of those people? No, I slept in the bed of a truck. Oh, okay. Uh, and no, that hell? did not fly away. Okay. Uh, continue. Sorry. What the uh, hell were we even talking uh, about? Uh, yeah. Space, Space Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, Space Coachella. Um, yeah, it was just that like scene like that. I wasn't. Eh, I didn't really like. Um, but I mean, there. So there were things I didn't really like in Episode Nine. Um, but I feel this is kind of like the opposite for me in Episode Eight, where Episode Eight had more things in it I didn't like. Um, than I liked, whereas uh, this one had more things I liked than didn't like, and I'm not counting. I'm kind of excluding any of the 
anything that has to do with um you know what with uh carrie fisher any any of the scenes any of the weirdness that might have been a result um of her passing away during um during filming so so like i one of i mean one of my favorite scenes i was um talking about though was um <laughs> is when they were getting ready to like everyone's getting ready to board the the falcon it was you know ray and poe and uh finn and everyone and rose shows up and they're like oh you come with us and she's like no i gotta stay here and i was like i just had this huge wave of relief just wash over my body you didn't want actually there was outrage on like all over the place especially on twitter i guess i really can't say on twitter i'm like every there's outrage on twitter fucking they're always out yeah they're always i know know. hold on so i i want to i would like to redact that statement there (laughs) you know what forget it it's already out there all right, there's a lot of people on Twitter that were really upset that Rose wasn't more involved in the film. Oh, I'm so glad she wasn't involved. I, she, I hate, I gotta hated her so much in episode eight. Yeah, she's like Is one of the she's she one of the Finn. reasons why I rate that movie so low. She was also involved in the stupid casino plotline. Jesus Christ, why? Why do we need a casino plan? Yeah. Why can't we just drop? Yeah. So why? Plan? Why is? So why is eight still higher than nine? <laughs> Because holy fuck, man! Let, let me tell you. Let me fucking tell you. Well, no, no, no. Let's not I get think, into it. This I think you already times. told Do us. No, but... oh, I got a whole fucking. Oh, uh, I don't think we have time for oh, your whole do. list. Oh, we fucking do. <laughs> we'll fix it in All post. Right, you can keep. Recording. I think what we need to do is uh, you can keep we'll, recording separate. We'll, yeah, <laughs> you just send we'll, us your ideas, we'll, and we'll fucking. We'll, t- we'll take a yeah. So, um, after you guys have heard this episode. Definitely make some comments below. We'll definitely try to address them. I'm sure Ben will probably be the first one to yeah, say something about it. Let's start um, a comment battle, uh, com- comment war in the <laughs> yeah flame battle in our comment section, please. We definitely need a little bit more uh, controversy. This is the- I did not think that we were going to have so much controversy around this one, but we don't want to take too much time away from Stu. Right. So Stu, continue. You said that you were happy that Rose wasn't in yeah, this one I was, as much. Yeah, I was so happy. I was like. I was I was ecstatic because when I saw her in episode nine, I started to get extremely worried that I was about to be watching her for like the next 45 minutes. Uh, And I'm really glad we didn't. And part of that is because um, in episode seven, they do. I think they did a really good job of introducing us all to these new characters that were going to take up Star Wars, like the rest of the Star Wars, the remaining Star Wars episodes like Poe and Ray and finn and uh you know and then you know obviously all the originals leia and everything but and then episode eight i feel like they did a really bad job of introducing rose and then the rose character just in general so um i was very relieved when they did episode nine when they were getting packed up ready to go it was they i think there was like a little like kind of like a final shot not where they they were all like standing near the falcon and I was like, "Oh yes, this is exactly, this is exactly what I wanted uh, to have happen: is to have the whole crew, the original crew, Episode Seven crew, just out going out and doing stuff. I don't care what it was. So that's that's I was really excited for that, and that that's one of the big reasons I rated it um, where I did. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on your your eight out of ten rating? Anything that you was uh, that you uh, wanted to mention? 
I don't want to give Ben any more time because I know you yeah. know Ben, has, <laughs> Come on, ben only got through like two of his need 55 <laughs> bullet points, and <laughs> I don't want yours. this podcast to be right. six hours. I want it. Well, I don't, I don't think I have too much else to say. I mean, I uh, other than like maybe I might go go around the room and ask like, or maybe just Ben first, real quick, if you can keep it short. Yeah. What were like one of your, if you had one, favorite scenes and one of the scenes you hated the, mo- the most? Oh, well, I mean, there were some points that I did enjoy. I just wish it, it played a, a larger role in the story. I, I thought that they were going to set up more with this, but the, the light speed skipping was a cool idea. The, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, because it was like, oh, man, we got to explore like, all these different areas, like, really, really quick, you know? And it, right. it was a... Oh, it was a cool way to yeah, that, like, you know do a chase scene and like explore the galaxy all in one. You know? yeah. And it also showed off Poe's uh, ability as a yeah. pilot skills. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was really yeah, because cool. you always hear about oh that's a, what a pilot this guy. Yeah, is, he's but... he's the best pilot since Luke Skywalker. Blah blah. blah. And then we saw that and it was like, um, they're like oh you can't light skip speed in the Millennium Falcon. And yeah. Like yeah you can. And he does it. And I'm like dang he must be that good. Yeah, right? I mean, what a maverick. Uh, there there were like two other scenes I was. Okay, with like um, the the lights the the lightsaber battles between um, between Ray and Kylo where they're in two different places was a cool cool idea, you know. That was oh, a really yeah. cool concept. That was really yeah, neat. like them like interacting <clears throat> with different o- objects in their perspective areas while they're like you know completely separate. That was a cool idea, and <laughs> the lightsaber battles towards the end was kind of cool because it was kind of approaching like prequel levels. You know, where they're just doing, like, backflips and shit. And I don't care what anyone says. The lightsaber <laughs> fights in the prequels were really cool. Fuck you all. I mean, it was different. I, but I, I, I don't never think said anybody hey, was hey, going to say hang against on. that. Yeah, time I agree out. with oh, you. Now you're apologizing. I agree. Great, great. I've never said anything about the lightsaber battles yeah, but, other than that one instance in episode three. In episode three <laughs> where they're just doing the Where they, they just, just like, miss each, each other, like, for 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, when that happened and, uh, what was it, um... Ben Solo gets Ray's lightsaber, right? He uh, oh, that was badass. That was, and he gave that little shrug. It was just like, holy fuck, Han! Like, hey, Han! I'm Harrison. I'm Harrison Ford now. Yeah, I'm Harrison Ford, y'all. Yeah, that was that was really cool. So, the, yeah, that that was something I did enjoy from the movie. Okay. All right. So, uh, gun to your head. Uh, w- worst scene. Worst part of the movie for you. Worst. Are you part sure we should movie? ask Ben? Oh boy, man! Like <laughs> uh, all nine, 94 minutes of it. I don't know how long the movie was. <laughs> oh my god! I have lightning that could take down a whole fucking like like sky full of, <laughs> of fucking starships. But if I was going against a lightsaber with the same amount of lightning, I'm okay. Oh wait, you have two. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, like, why did she I, bury I both Luke and Leia's lightsaber in it Uncle anymore. Owen's place? Why Why that place? Was Leia born there? No. Like, what, what was the significance of that? Why? Or how did she even find nope, out where you Luke only get lived? one. You You chose lightning fingers. Okay, fine. Nope, you can't choose, you can't choose right. two. Uh, Stu. Uh, and how did she get Luke's lightsaber moment. back? What the fuck, man? Um, I don't remember what happened to it, but... Those types of things don't factor into my ratings of the movie. Um, um, what was sorry, Dave? What was the question? Same question to you. Oh, Favorite oh, moment oh. and worst moment. Okay, so I, think I wonder. Know. I, it was mostly just to cut off Ben because I know yeah, Ben yeah. was going to devolve. Ben was about to launch into <laughs> forty-five minutes, yeah. hearing about the other ninety-five bullet points. <laughs> right, Stu, best best moment. Uh, best moment 
was um shit. Yeah. I think for me it was the um when Ben is standing on that water thing and he turn around and you see uh Han Solo again. Uh cuz I was that was like one of my one of my best moments so um just cuz I was not expecting Harrison Ford to be in this movie. I had no idea he was going to be in it again. Um so I was very excited and um uh, to see that scene and it kind of is like you kind of get to see him kind of like in episode eight where he kind of looked like he was becoming the, you know, the big bad you see him start to become uh ben instead of kylo ren so i thought that was that was my favorite one of my favorite scenes and then uh worst scene Wait, quick aside for that said, like when he said uh-huh. you know I, I i have something to do you know he's reciting that line from episode seven Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like, uh, you know, I'm yeah. too scared. I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. I have something. I know what to do. I don't have the strength to do yeah. it. It's like, holy fuck, are you gonna like stab a ghost? Yeah, you're gonna, like, son. I'm already. <laughs> you already. I'm dead already. You can't kill you me again. Do it again, son. Come on, put put it away. I'm gonna kill his force ghost. <laughs> and he spends like he spends like three or four swipes with his lightsaber <laughs> trying to kill him. Oh, I guess Actually, I'll just be Ben I, I again. Think that would have probably made the moment better <laughs> if he just like was like you could tell like this internal struggle of him like trying to fight this like internal. I think, I think that it would have been too comedic for what the what the scene was trying to do. I feel like that the, the entire like like run up to that exact point when before right before um, you know they're battling after he destroys the um, the the marker not the marker the uh, the beacon. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then they were fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. And then there's a moment where Leia says for his name. He gets distracted for a second. And then, uh, but I feel like there's that moment where it's just kind of like, eh, I'm not a hundred percent sure where they're possibly going with it because it seems like they're he's also struggling to try to drag her over. He feels like he's getting dragged in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of lost, I don't know, for me it lost a little bit, and you kind of like, I, I was having a little bit of trouble trying to like place exactly where, if there was like a meter, based on what side of the, like if he was on the dark or light or neutral at that point, like where he was getting, like where the the, the needle was, right? And then having that moment, that would have been, I thought it was kind of like funny how it was like kind of like the slow, I don't know, out of all the the battles that one was my least favorite one which one the one in the water uh-huh. the water thing yeah i thought it was very anticlimactic and but that one has the backflips and the it has some of the backflips yeah well anyways i didn't say that was my favorite lightsaber fight i oh, just said that i know my... i know your favorite Have... moment was right. was han solo showing up yeah yeah and actually i want to I, I just remembered uh, i want to change my worst scene since i already talked about space coachella um is um the fucking when they land on the on the what are they destroyers or, or what do they call them the star, star destroyers yeah. when they like they like land on it with, and then they're like uh shut or jam their whatever signals and they're like they don't they don't have any or whatever and then they show like they're riding the all those animals <laughs> the hor- like the space horses that's probably the worst scene for me yeah, I mean, like, when have they ever actually shut down, like, speeders or anything in the whole Star Wars, like, 
compendium of knowledge. Yeah. Like, I don't remember Never. anything from the prequels <laughs> or anything from the original trilogy or anything from, like, the yeah. animated shit or anything where it's like, oh, yeah, we could just shut down speeders. Just, like, they just wanted a reason to put those stupid horses in so that they could justify yeah. them bringing What's-Her-Face from that, from, um, was it actually yeah. Endor? I don't from- even know. I think it's from Endor where they brought her along. It was just like, what the fuck? Was she from Endor? I don't think she was from Endor, but... <laughs> no, because, like... But uh, I, I... Right? Because that was where the uh, crashed um, Death Star was, right? Endor. Was it? Uh, the was final, piece the of final it? battle. Yeah, because it was know. the Stardust. Maybe... It, I don't know. Well, I don't know. We don't have to get into that, but I'm going to be in agreement with you for as long as I can here, Ben, um, <laughs> on this point, because there's an ocean of disagreement behind us, so... <laughs> Well, let me tell you about the ocean on the moon of Endor when they were going to. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, Kefbir was the location where the last Death Star two crashed. Kefbir? Oh, that was Death Star two. Death Star two. Electric mm-hmm. Boogaloo. That's where they were at for that. Or battle. was that Death Star one? Oh, uh, first Death Star. No, Death Star one was Episode four. So. Okay. Um, what about see. you, David? For, for me, favorite scene was close towards the end when Kylo or Ben Solo at this point, right, because he has that change of heart, um, is running with the blaster. No no lightsaber, right, because the lightsaber is already – he threw his lightsaber away because he's no longer Kylo Ren. Um, you know, he's running in to chase after Rey. And there's that moment where he turns the corner and he has the blaster and he's shooting everybody and he's like, like on point, like pinpoint accuracy every single time. That was the moment that I I remember, like he is, he is now he is Han Solo's son, like that was that moment where he like mm-hmm. turns the corner and he doesn't even look and he shoots the guy and he he shoots one of the stormtroopers or yeah and then like nails him right in. The, I'm like, oh that was cool. Like, um, was having that that parallel and then that that scene leads right into the um moment that ben said that he really enjoyed which was the the force um that that link that ray and him have and he ends up with the light the luke's lightsaber and then like takes out his own like posse i guess the the mm-hmm. um the uh, uh protectors of uh of ren or whatever knights of and, ren huh the knights, the knights of, of ren. ren uh the knights of ren and I thought that was my favorite. That was my favorite uh, lightsaber battle, even though there wasn't a, another lightsaber. I thought that was incredibly cool what they did because it showed off all the force powers and how cool you know Kylo Ren was and you know some of the stuff um, that I you know that's the part I love about Star Wars is is that is mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, the force powers and then the lightsaber battle and then also the uh, like. It was like that was like the culmination of the entire movie was seeing the connection between Ray and Kyle and Ray and Kylo, Ray and Ben, and then um, also just his like final evolution of him actually turning towards the good side, uh, towards the light, um, and the good side, and becoming more like a Jedi, um, <clears throat> kind of like completing his training that he was supposed to complete with um, with Luke. Um, so that was my favorite moment. It was kind of seeing that whole that that transition in that moment from being you know instead of shedding his old from being kylo you know on the dark side to now being ben solo han solo's son channeling that and then now becoming a jedi by being able to transfer you know 
through the force, be able to get that lightsaber kind of like a Die Hard style you know, <laughs> on his back, and then the smart. Uh, yeah. Yippee yeah, Kaye. Yeah. Emperor if only Palpatine. he had just said that. He said, you know, Yippee Kaye, Mr. Palpatine. Mr. Falcon. Mr. Palpatine. Yeah, Mr. Falcon. Um <clears throat> that would have been that would have been icing on the cake. Um my least favorite scene actually has to do with Stu's favorite scene. Oh wow. Wow. I thought that was incredibly rushed. You didn't like I know that you didn't like that to, scene. Oh, I like the fact that Han Solo shows up, uh, but I wasn't a huge fan that all of a sudden he just like, you know, and he goes, yeah, okay. And then turns around and throws his lightsaber away. I'm like, that was so run. That was such a, just almost a throwback to episode three of where they needed to get Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. And so there was this like, like this switch that flips and all of a sudden just, he goes on this rampage of evil. We get it. He has a dark side to him, um, and it's always been in there. I'm talking about Anakin Skywalker. And then in this case, you know, Ben Solo, um, Kylo Ren, you know, whatever it is, like, he's always had that good side in him because he's a Solo. Um, <clears throat> and he's also Leia's, huh? And, uh, you know, that's part of that needs to be done as well. So, I mean, I can understand the reason why, Stu, you liked it. Um, I'm not knocking the need for it. It's just it wasn't my favorite because I felt like, they could have done a little bit more with it. And I wish they had. But your but your least favorite, or like your worst, the worst scene you didn't like the well. Like ben you're saying you you're saying fingers. you like Space Coachella more. Of lightning fingers. <laughs> but I gotta pick something not Lightning Fingers because I'm pretty sure Lightning Fingers for Fucking everybody, right. not everybody was a fan of. I didn't I didn't have a problem with Lightning Fingers. Well, I thought it was really dumb that all of a sudden he just <laughs> Wi-Fied everybody with his fingers. And then, Wi-Fied like, everybody? Oh, look. I have a range extender now that I've stolen your guys' force of life force. Uh, so I'm now back okay. to... Yeah, you get guys out have, of here. You guys have played MOBAs before, right? You know, like, you know, the characters have, have okay. their ultimates. He's Palpatine, not Zeus. Characters okay. have ultimates, right? And so you can't just use them all the time. So <sighs> yeah, I don't his see you complaining is, about uh, not being able to storm. ultimate... Nobody has that. I don't see you going. Oh, oh man, McCreek! I can't do. Oh I can't do high noon oh every time. Why not? Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> high noon happens all the time. <laughs> I get every attack can't be high noon. Why not? This is it bullshit. Is. <laughs> it feels like it is, especially if they have more than one. Um, so, I mean, I think this film did its job. It got us talking about Star Wars, especially. Some of us are more controversial than the others. Um, if I named a, a a movie star or a television star, would you be able to tell me where he's from? Sure. Uh, I, I promise this is related. Uh, Jake Cannavale. What, no. is he from Lost or something? Or Alias? No, he is the Mandalorian star that trashed uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Wait, what? Can Man, you wait. guess which star he is? Yeah, star. I thought it was extremely generous when I saw the headline. The Mandalorian star, Jake Cannavale, oh, like, oh, heavily who he actually plays in the, the Rise of Skywalker. He was the bounty hunter, the wannabe bounty hunter in episode four. Oh, okay. What? I just thought I wanted to throw that. Stay, that, stay that in your humor. lane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, it's like, whoa. Man, I saw Mandalorian star. I was like, oh, shoot. It. I thought it was you know, Mando. I thought it was, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Pedro Pascal. Um, yeah, I thought he was the one that was criticizing it when I saw 
the headline, which said Mandalorian star trashes Sky- Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, using and the star a little loosely there. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I thought that would be interesting if you guys would know who that is. I was like, dude, the guy was barely in that episode to begin with, and then he's no, he's not in the series at all. Yeah, he was in one episode. Like, all the other, there are other characters who had smaller roles in other episodes that are that are bigger, no, well, more well-known than him. So I was really expecting, when I heard Mandalorian star, I was like, well, okay, outside of Mando's character, Baby Yoda didn't say anything, so that's is definitely not Nick, an actor. Nick Nolte. I was like, is it Gary Busey? Yeah, Gary Busey. No, it's Nick Nolte. Is it? No, no it's, it's Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte. Oh, I thought, it, yeah, I, I get those two confused. Yeah, I know, they're the very con- easily confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, was it Nick Nolte? And I was like, or oh, was it's it, not Nick Nolte. I was, was like, it, oh, it's... It's just Gus from Breaking Bad, or yeah. uh, the lady, the lady stormtrooper, or not stormtrooper, drop uh, so. dropper, yeah, I thought, whatever. I thought that was kind of an interesting headline. I was like, maybe they should have reworded it. Trash Mandalorian mm-hmm. actor. That's how they. Well, that's how they got your click on it. Um, I know. Damn you, star, digital spy. So. It's fine. It's the um, but yeah, I think overall speaking, there were movie, there were points in the movie that even Ben had to say he enjoyed. Um, and parts he really didn't enjoy, like like the rest from what of the it movie, sounds like, he like makes the rest of the fucking he, movie. God, he makes hey, it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we're not gonna devolve. Okay, this yes, we are. We're going. Again. We're going. I'm all right. Pack my <laughs> shit. No, I'm not. ready we to go. That's fucking. All right. Um. So, overall speaking, I think it was a decent movie. I think Ben probably enjoyed parts of it. I think. I think Ben know, had a little bit of an overreaction, but yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I'll agree with Stu on that. Um, but let's just wrap this one up um you know i'm sure there'll be much more of this that we'll be talking about i think at some point it behooves us since now that this entire saga is done um that we review them in their entirety i think that would be great um a little bit of a small project for us to be able to kind of do a reprieve and do a little bit of a memoriam of uh the (laughs) nine films um you know looking at them from you know different perspectives now that their entire thing is done and they're just kind of talking about it from there so that might be a project we might look forward to in the future um so we're going to exit the spoiler zone out at this point and uh guys what do you guys want our movie of the week for next week to be cats. is it 1917 cats. is it cats, cats. ben um, if you say cats we are actually going to review cats no we are not because i'm already watching it's it tomorrow be... so cats 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 no. cats all right, we'll go with 1917. I, All right. I almost I almost want to hear Ben's review of Cats <laughs> just so I can see where if he's rating it cuz Ben, you really you've painted yourself into a corner here. You have nowhere else to go. Oh, yeah, like you put him you did it wasn't like you put Star Wars Rise of Skywalker at 5 yeah. and then you can go above or below. You literally put it at the bottom. Like if Cats is so bad, you have to give it a 1. But he won't. He's going to give it like a, a 6 <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know where I stand. <laughs> All right, I know hey, what I've hey, done. Stu, we should bet a we should bet a, uh, a sandwich on this. Ooh, I Whether, think he's gonna no. You say see, he's now, gonna give it a six. Now he's just, I think he's gonna give it a seven. I think he's just gonna he just be rating it. I don't know. I think it's tainted now. I don't think it's yeah. Who do I like, want to get a we've chicken influenced sandwich? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh it's, no, this is just between me and Stu. Okay, well. Let me tell you, I, I didn't paint okay. myself into a corner, Stu, because there's nowhere else to go. 
but up from here. No, he put his litter box that's in the corner. Ben, that's no the exact definition of Cats being painted paint. into a corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know what, Stu? I, I kind of want it to be cats so that way we can hear. I just want to hear what his synopsis is. All right. Let's pretend it's cats, and then we'll actually we'll switch to 1917 in the middle of the episode. <laughs> well, I'll, ha- I'll have ba- both of them prepared just in case. <laughs> So, all right, join us next week. We don't know if it'll be Cats. It'll probably be oh, 1917, no. but there's a we high know. chance I that think we know. Yeah, we, we know. Ben will be reviewing Cats, and me and Stu will be reviewing 1917. <laughs> so, join us next week where we'll be, uh, you know, we'll have a split review, one review for Cats and uh, two reviews for 1917, even though Ben can also jump in because he has also seen it as well. Based on the previous reactions I heard earlier today, I think it should be a really great film. Um, and uh, should have some interesting talking points, uh, especially since it has uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in this one as well. So can't be a bad film if it has that guy in it, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Whatever you say. So, all right, join us next week, and uh, we'll see you guys then. Hi, I'm David. I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. <laughs> I'm, and I'm, I'm Ben. David. All right, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters, and we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. I'm Stuart, and he's Ben. Yep. Okay, David, don't let us say anything. Okay, bye. You already said all three. No, David, just, okay. <laughs> okay, bye.